I said earlier, it's Remembrance Sunday. And if we are honest with ourselves, we have a tendency to forget, whether you forget to put the bins out or other things. And I don't know if you remember what you got for Christmas two years ago. Maybe you're very, very excited. Maybe you longed for that present or, or even closer. I don't know if you remember what we had for lunch yesterday. You know, we, we forget things. It's part of human nature. And some things are actually good to forget, especially when we deal with, we've had pain in the past and we want to put the past behind us. But some things are important and some things we need to make ourselves remember. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important to celebrate Remembrance Sunday and to make a big deal of Remembrance Day and Remembrance Sunday. And as Christians, we have, today, we have a sort of double Remembrance Day. We remember all those who lost their lives to protect us and bring peace. But we also remember that Jesus gave his life so we can have peace with God. In the passage that we've had read, there is this beautiful picture, really beautiful picture of a world where things are in harmony. I don't know if you remember, if you are here, two weeks ago we, we, we talked about prophets and exile. And I like to think of the prophets as holding up a megaphone or a microphone delivering God's message. And in M Micah, the prophet Micah is saying that there will be a time, we as Christians, we believe there will be a time, and God says, in the future, all the harmful things that we see around us, all those things that we want to change, they will be sorted out. There is hope that God will come and change things. And he has a plan. And we have this beautiful image of Micah and the mountain of God, and he reveals it. And as I see it, there are two steps or two things involved in the passage that we heard. Firstly, God will sort out arguments between nations, and fighting will be a thing of the past. In our country, we enjoy peace, and maybe we take that for, for granted. But all we have to do is pick up our phones or put on the news to know that that's not the reality for so many people in the world today. There are so many stories of sadness and pain and loss. But we might think, well, that doesn't really affect me because we, we don't live in a war zone. But we do live in a world that is divided. We do live in a wor world where there's so much conflict and disputes. And I think that this message is so relevant to us today. Just think back to last week, maybe at home or at work, of all the arguments that you've heard or you've been involved, or the fighting or the disputes or the conflict. And I think we have all of those things 
because there's something inside us that wants to get our own way, our own selfish desires. And I, I strongly believe that throughout history, at the heart of all conflicts is a desire to get your own way. And the things, the conflicts or the, the arguments that we get caught into are either caused because we want to get our own way or we're caught in other people's greed and selfishness. But the good news, and this is the good news that we as Christians, we celebrate and we remember, is that in Jesus, our selfish desires can be transformed through the Holy Spirit. We can live a different way. And God's plan doesn't just stop there. He will sort out the disputes. He will sort out things, the big picture. But the second part is truly beautiful. I mean, when people go into physical battles, they use guns and swords and um, tanks and all sorts. And God wants to use those instruments of conflict and transform them so they can become tools to bring life and hope. One of the verses that we read says, they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. And there is a statue, I think it's outside the United Nations building, that depicts that. There's a visual representation of what that looks like. On your way into church, you were given, uh, it is a sword, people, or a dagger, I know there was some confusion when I was making it this week. Some people thought it was all sorts of different things. You were given a little sword made out of pipe cleaners. And if you, if you somehow missed it, Linda is waving them at the back. We have got plenty. Um, and I would like you to pick up your sword now. And this, and this, and think of how you would turn it into something different. The sword is a symbol of, you know, causing harm or fighting and arguing. And the easiest thing to do would be to turn it into a cross. So that's why it was so difficult, because my initial thing was a cross. <laughs> but you can turn it into anything. You can turn it into a person. There are two pipe cleaners there. Or you can turn it into a heart, or you can turn it into a flower. Turn it into anything that you would like to. And I would like you to sort of do this as, I, as we kind of wrap up this morning's talk and think about how you're going to use this maybe to pray into a situation or maybe as a visual reminder that in Jesus we have hope. Where there is conflict, God wants to bring hope and renewed peace. And as you are doing this, I would like you to sort of think of a person or a situation that you want the Holy Spirit to come and change. You know, we started the service thinking about change and the, the, the part that we play in that positive change. And as, as you work on turning your pipe cleaner, your sword, into your, your plowshare, I just pray that we will be agents of God's peace wherever we go this week. 
And can I encourage you to take this, and this week, just put it somewhere visible. Some of them are sparkly, so they're quite easy to uh, spot. And pray. Pray for that hope that we have in Jesus, where our selfish desires and our desire to get our own way will be transformed through the Holy Spirit. Remembering that we walk in the name of the Lord, our God, forever and ever. Thank you.